Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. Paul Masson. Ah, the French. Wow, Mr. Wells. I didn't realize that Donald Trump's winning of the election affected you that badly. I'm sorry, my friend. I'm sorry. Hot daddy! Oh, hey, Ollie, there you are. You ready to go? What the hell? Why am I doing this again? Why am I dressed up as a turkey again? Hashtag butt cheeks! Oh, come on, Ollie. I mean, you know we had to do it again. It was a huge hit last year. You singing while dressed as a turkey on last year's Thanksgiving show was huge. And we want to do it again. I'll admit it, too. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you. But why the hell do I always have to be dressed as a turkey? Turkeys don't have butt cheeks either. All right, just calm down. Calm down. Look, it just, it just adds to the appeal because it is the last show. Again, this is the last show before Thanksgiving, and it just seems right to do this. Come on. You know I'm right about this. People loved it. Yeah, I know. People did love it. I just I just don't understand the turkey thing. I, I just don't understand it at all. I gotta be honest with you, I don't either, but the people love it, and it is the last show before Thanksgiving, so why don't you just go out there and knock them dead again? All right. All right, fine, I will. But you gotta promise me, there, there's no audience out there, right? Because the only reason why we had an audience out there was the laugh at the way I was dressed and the fact that I was singing a very serious song. Please tell me you didn't put an audience out there this year. There is no audience out there this year. You're just going to go out there and sing for the podcast, and it's going to be beautiful. And that's why I don't understand why you're so upset. I mean, this is a podcast. Nobody's going to see you in the turkey costume. You're just going to go out there and sing, and that's that. All right, fine. I'm okay with this as long as there's no audience out there waiting for me to come out so they can laugh at me. I'm I'm fine with that. So there's no audience? There's no audience. Okay. I feel better. Good, good. I'm glad you do. Now get out there and knock them dead. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. And now here is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, the song stylings of Ollie. What? You lied! There's an audience out here, basket! Just sing the damn song! I hate you, Hot Toddy! Senti il dolore nella musica, si alza dal piano. 
quando vide la luna uscire da una nuvola You nailed it. Shut up. I'm going home. But but don't you want to stay and listen to the rest of the Thanksgiving show? Screw you and the hole you crawl out of. Happy Thanksgiving, bitch. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Ollie. Huh, dumbass. Well, welcome to this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast. Oh, what luck. There's a French fry stuck in my beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Well, this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast is all about how grateful and thankful we are for the, I, I don't stand alone here on this, I'm sure, the greatest year in human history 
2016. Just without a doubt. A, a, a wonderful and beautiful year filled with wonderful things, exciting events, and the outcomes that we all expected and wanted. So throughout this episode, you'll be hearing me giving my thanks for all the different things that happened in this year. The year of fruitful growth, 2016. We begin with this. Thank you, 2016, for all that you've done for us. I want to thank you for killing off so many beloved celebrities this year, starting the year off with David Bowie. An amazing musical artist, yes. A pioneer of the music industry, yes. But expendable, of course. And then if that wasn't enough, that was in January. If that wasn't enough, you also decided to take a pillar from the acting community as well, Alan Rickman. Thank you so much for taking that beautiful man off of this earth. And the list goes on and on. Prince, Doris Roberts, Muhammad Ali, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin was too special to have a natural cause death. No, you decided to lurch his vehicle at him. Oh, and I'm far from finished. Gene Wilder, Arnold Palmer, Merle Haggard, former first lady Nancy Reagan, Glenn Fry from the Eagles, and just last week, Leon Russell and Leonard Cohen, and plenty, plenty more. Thank you, 2016. Thank you for taking away so many influential people from our lives. Thank you for taking people like David Bowie and Prince away from us and leaving people like Justin Bieber. Thank you for taking away people like Alan Rickman and leaving us with people like Shia LaBeouf. You are beautiful for doing this, 2016, and I will remain forever grateful. And this is reason one for why I give thanks for 2016. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Well, I think it's safe to say that 2016 has not been the greatest year thus far. And if you're ready for it to end sooner rather than later, I have some bad news for you. Apparently, it's going to be a little bit longer than we expected. That's right. Due to the fact that the Earth is slowing down, international timekeepers are adding on an extra second to 2016 to match the Earth's rotation. So on New Year's Eve, when it becomes 11.59 and 59 seconds, the next second will actually be 11.59.60. So you'll have one more second to enjoy whatever this, I don't know what kind of adjective to use about this year yet, but you'll have some extra time to enjoy it. And now a message from the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Good evening, my fellow Americans. I got some news for you in case you didn't know. I'm still here, friends. You thought you could get rid of me that easily, huh? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm still here. And even better, I'm the winner. Winning. That's right. Oh, sure, y'all made fun of me through the debates. Thought I couldn't keep up with Hillary. Thought I was just grasping for straws towards the end. Which I, 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 kind, of, I kind of was, but, but that's not the point. The point is, it don't matter none. Because I was elected as your next president. And starting in January, I'm coming after you. That's right. I'm coming after all y'all that laughed at me and said I'm too stupid to do this job. Actually, it'll be more like coming to you and asking, like, what, what am I supposed to do? I, I don't, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I'm kind of afraid of what I'm supposed to. But the point is, I'm the president and I, I deserve respect. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. But you see, now I have full control over everything. That's right. I can just chime in anytime I want to here on the Smoking Hot Podcast. I can interrupt anything at any time. And I thought it'd be a perfect time to come in there talking about 2016 getting an extra second. And why not? It surely does deserve it. It, after all, was the best year ever. At least for me, that is. Or is it? I don't I don't know. Because I, I gotta take this job in, in, in a few weeks. And I don't... Oh, oh, God, I've got diarrhea. Well, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, but but just so you know, once again, I'm your president. President. So be afraid. Be very 
afraid, just like I am. God bless you all, and God bless me. Well, for this week's Vols update, I am pleased to announce that the University of Tennessee Volunteers have been undefeated since the last time we spoke. Now, the last time we did this is two weeks ago. They had just lost to South Carolina, and I had lost a lot of hope. You probably heard my voice, the tone in my voice, the way I was talking. I'd lost a lot of hope because, my God, we've not lost to South Carolina in four, maybe more years. And South Carolina is one of the worst teams in the Southeastern Conference and one of the worst teams in the nation. So for us who have beaten Florida this year, beaten Georgia in a Hail Mary pass, almost beat Texas A&M, that was just not the type of game that we were expected to play, that we needed to play. And so I was kind of, I was optimistic. I'm always optimistic when it comes to the balls. So I left it at, you know, we're in a bad spot right now, but maybe things will look up. And boy, did they ever the next week. The next week, we uh, we went out of the conference and played uh, somebody from just down the road, Tennessee Tech. And we beat Tennessee Tech 55 to nothing. Let me say that again. 55 to nothing. We scored 21 points, 21 unanswered points in uh, the first quarter, 17 in the second, 7 in the third, and 10 in the fourth. And, of course, Tennessee Tennessee Tech had nothing the entire game, 55 unanswered points for the entire game, giving us a huge huge victory over the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. Now, of course, that didn't mean a whole hell of a lot because it was a it was a game that was not within our conference. And Tennessee Tech, well, just to give you an idea of how well Tennessee Tech has been this year, they're 3 and 6 right now. We're 7 and 3 now. Um so yeah, just to give you an idea, uh that that's how that's what we played against so you know though it was a great victory uh, and though it was homecoming which is always a nice thing uh you know it was not something to pop open a bottle of champagne over uh what really was going to make the spread was who won the next game and the next game was back in the conference and it was against one of our favorite foes Kentucky. Now, normally I would say Kentucky old reliable. I mean that that is an old reliable game because Kentucky no matter how bad we are, Kentucky usually is a lot worse. Uh, that was not the case however in 2011. We all know uh, the what happened in 2011. Kentucky beat us for the first time in over 20 years, over 25 years I believe. So, um, you know, that was heartbreaking. That was like winning the Super Bowl for them to beat Tennessee. But yes, Kentucky beat Tennessee in 2011, and we thought, is is this going to be the beginning of a horrible new trend? Luckily, it was not. We have a new winning streak that we have uh, kept up since 2012. And uh, but this year it was a little it was a little interesting because Kentucky, but coming in to this game still had a winning season. They were 5 and 4. They did beat South Carolina. See that that was what was the real kicker for us. They beat South Carolina way back in September and they beat them uh, let's see, 17 to 10. So just by a touchdown, but still it's significant nonetheless. So South so if Kentucky can beat South Carolina and then we lose to South Carolina, who wins the Tennessee Kentucky game? And that was the real question. Uh, they also beat Vanderbilt which was pretty big because usually Vanderbilt is better in this equation than in Kentucky. They also beat Mississippi State, which is not surprising because Mississippi State was eh, there eh, this year. And Missouri, they beat Missouri 35-21. to And that's big because now Missouri's not that great either. And so we have to play Missouri too. So it's one of those, it's just, it was one of those things that was messing with our minds, you know? Like, how is Kentucky doing this well? You know, how, how are they able to do this? And so they, they came in with a winning season. They came to Neyland Stadium with a winning season. And so we didn't really know exactly what to expect with playing against them. And uh, sure enough, you know, we, we, we struck the first blow. We got our first touchdown. But then right after that, they got a touchdown. And then so on and so forth. Throughout the whole game, they stayed right with us. Now, I don't think they ever got the lead. I'm pretty sure they never got the lead, but they stayed right behind us the whole time. And then finally, we kicked it into gear, and we got 20 points ahead of them. But then they still came back. They started getting touchdowns behind us, and they were closing the gap to just a few points. But finally, in the ending results, and when it came to the end, we had we beat them 49 to 36. So we beat them by 13 points. They closed the gap from what we had. We had like a 20 over, I think even more than 20 point lead over them at one point. They closed it down to 13, but we were the victors in Tennessee versus Kentucky. And that that game, if you watched it or listened to it, that's the perfect example of how Tennessee is right now. Uh, you know, it's it's whoever makes the least mistakes. And that's in, and that's in a game that's 
pretty much in our favor. Like in Alabama, when we played Alabama, it was probably going to be Alabama. We, we knew that even going in. We knew we had a chance because we'd been doing so well up to that point, but we, we pre, we're pretty sure it was going to be Alabama. Texas A&M, we, it was up in the air, just like all the other games. Appalachian State was not up in the air. We, we did win it. I mean, but we, we should have won it hands down with no problem. We went into overtime with them. So we were worried. Virginia Tech, we thought well, that was going to be an issue. Luckily, that wasn't an issue. But then Ohio, Ohio stuck with us the whole time. That became an issue. So, you know, this whole this whole season, has been so topsy-turvy it's, it's it gets giving me a headache just thinking about it right now so we didn't know how this was going to go but in the end we beat Kentucky and we are now seven and three on the season we, we're we're cleared for a bowl game we've got a bowl game under our belt regardless of what happens here it's going to happen and that's all that matters uh and what we have who we have left we have Missouri and Vanderbilt we have Missouri this weekend uh, at home at Neyland Stadium and then v- Vanderbilt and Nashville next week um I can't make predictions on this. I just I can't. Uh, Kentucky was a huge victory, but uh, we could fall to we could fall to Missouri. We very well could fall to Missouri, or worse, we could fall to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is is never been in the last decade uh, a sure thing. It's always up in the air. We one you know one year we'll lose to them, next year we'll beat them. You know it's 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 untelling what will happen at Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt's been alright this year too. They've been alright. They've been nothing to sneeze at. They almost beat Florida this year. Now they didn't beat Florida, but they did beat. Georgia. They beat Georgia. So that's kind of scaring us right now. There's some factors that can make Vanderbilt kind of scary, but I'll go ahead and say it. I, I think we've got I think we've got it. I think we've got the rest of the season in the bag, and I think we will end at nine and three, uh, which is exactly where it needs to be. I, I think at this point that's that's where we should be. We well, we should be ten and one, to be honest with you. I mean we shouldn't have lost to South Carolina. Uh, we shouldn't have, well Texas A and M I don't really know what to say about that. Uh, we got awful close to beating them, so we probably should have beat them. But I'm not going to split hairs there. So we should either be ten and one or nine and two. I think that's where we should be right now. But nine and three is not bad, and we still have the chance to go to the Southeastern Conference Championship, the SEC Championship. Come on, that's awesome, right? So there's a still a very good chance that we could do that. We are. It's between us and Florida. And everybody's betting on us. I think the last time I checked, there's a 55% chance of us going to to the SEC championship and like a 45 chance because Florida still has some hard games. But we have Missouri and uh, and Vanderbilt, and we could we can take that pretty easily. So I'm going to stay optimistic. I say we we not only go to an awesome bowl game this year, but we also take on the SEC championship and lose to Alabama. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think that's how it'll end up. I think we'll we'll be playing them again and, and we'll we'll lose to them. But uh, but hey, at least we got their first appearance in God knows how long. So I think things are still going to look great for the in the end for the UT Volunteers. So just keep your eyes peeled and you'll see what I'm talking about. When I come back, we'll be discussing the season as a whole in two weeks because everything will be wrapped up and done with and we'll see where we're at at that point. So until then, go Vols! Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. And now my next reason for why I am so grateful for the year that is 2016. Thank you, 2016. Thank you for giving us another year filled with mass shootings. And of course, what would this year be without the Pulse nightclub shooting, where 49 people were killed and 53 wounded, the deadliest mass shooting by a single shooter in US history. And the kicker, this nightclub is a gay nightclub. And it was the deadliest incident of violence against LGBT people in US history. And the guy that did the shooting is a Muslim and pledged allegiance to ISIS before he attacked. Oh, and the deadliest terrorist attack in the US since 9-11. Thereby handing the gay community and the Muslim community their asses on a silver plate. Because it needs to be known that Omar Mateen, the guy that did the shooting, was not a member of ISIS, just pledged allegiance to it the moment before he started the shootings. But do you think the public is gonna remember that? Of course not. They just keep saying that he was a member of ISIS, so therefore it was ISIS that did the Pulse nightclub shootings, but maybe we not forget that of course it was a gay nightclub so it was actually kind of difficult at least in the area that i'm from to find many people who are upset that 49 people were killed just because they were gay actually seeing people online saying that those people deserved it because of their sexual orientation they deserve to die because of their sexual orientation in this 
the free nation, the United States of America. 2016, I cannot thank you enough for doing this to us, because we can never get enough mass shootings, especially those involving a disenfranchised group of people whom backward idiots enjoy watching die. 2016, you're on a roll, because that was reason two for why I'm so thankful for 2016. And now, an Ollie report from From the the future! Baskets! The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents the Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, the Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We're doing things a little differently this week. Usually at this time we're on Thanksgiving vacation, but this year we thought we'd do something a little unprecedented. And why not? I mean, Donald Trump won the freaking presidency, so let's just throw caution to the wind and do whatever the hell we want. Today is Black Friday, and we thought for the first time in Ollie Report history, we'd get Ollie out on the scene to some of the Black Friday madness that we see every year. And that's why we have Ollie standing by at the Walmart on the UT campus right now, and we'll throw it over to him and see what's going on. Ollie, how are things on this? This Black Friday. What? Oh, whatever. Look, I cannot believe that I'm out here the day after Thanksgiving. Hot Toddy, you've given us these days off every year since we started this ish. And here I am, reporting outside of a Walmart. Baskets! I don't even do Black Friday shopping. And you got me out here. Hashtag ass hair. All right, I just calm down now, Ollie. Let's just mellow out here. Let's just mellow out. Now, we all agree that this was a good idea. There's no reason for you to get so upset. No, I didn't agree to it, but it was majority rule. Sounds a lot like something that happened last week. Station. Yeah, yeah, I agree there. But look, Ollie, it's no big deal, man. You're just out there at Black Friday. All you got to do is just, you know, cover what's going on out there. I mean, just give us an update. What's the vibe out there right now? What do you think? The doors haven't opened yet. There's a huge line of people. Within seconds, the door's going to open, and you're going to see a lot of crazy-ass people. And I don't want to be here. Cats and dogs do not. Oh, for God's sakes, Ollie, what is wrong with you? Why are you acting like this? It's just one day. It's just a story like we do every week. But whatever, if, if you're having this bad of, of an aversion to doing a story about Black Friday, I guess you can come on back. No, 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 it, it's okay. Look, Hattani, I'm sorry, I should explain myself. You see, I, I'm, a, I'm a recovering shopaholic. School me? Yeah, you see, I spent years attending Black Friday sales every year, and I was always that guy that would push over a sweet, sweet elderly lady to get that one special toy for my little nephew, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, and see, it just when I'm out here doing things like this, it just it just stirs up a lot of bad memories for me. And so that's why I, I really didn't want to do this. I didn't want to be a part of Black Friday this year. Because, you see, I, I've never really recovered from it. I just stopped going out for it. Unfortunately, my shopping issues continue what with eBay and Amazon and places like that. But I've learned to control it. And I've learned to control my temper as well. Well, well, that that's good. That, that's good, Ollie. Uh, I, I didn't. I had no idea. Why didn't you say something? about this. Well, I just didn't want to be that guy, you know? Yeah, I know. I know exactly how you feel. Well, that, that's understandable. Listen, why don't we just wrap this up? You know, we'll just we'll, we'll just say that you were there, and, and maybe we'll talk to some of the people real fast, and we'll just we'll call it a day. No, no. You know what? We're out here. We're doing our thing like we do every day. So why not? I'll, I'll, I'll cover it, and not a moment too soon, because the doors here at Walmart are opening, and Black Friday is about to get underway. Hashtag haircuts. I see sky and trees and buildings. I'm on UT's campus. There's trees everywhere. People are wearing orange because Tennessee plays their last game tomorrow. I sure hope they go to a bowl game, maybe even the SEC championship. That would be great. You know, I got drums for Christmas last year. I got drums. Maybe I'll get a guitar. A guitar. Okay, okay, Ollie. Well, let's 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 stay on point here. Um, so Black Friday's about to begin. Uh, let us know. Tell us what's going on. Well, the doors are now opening, and the people are getting ready, as am I. Since I'm here, I might do a little shopping myself. Well, okay. Well, just, just be careful. Ah, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. The doors are opening, and... What are you doing? Shut the f*** up, you stupid motherfucker! No, that is my blender, bitch! Let go of it! Let go of it! TV? TVs are on sale, s***! 
mother Holly, stop it! Just calm down! Holy shit, they're going fast! No, no! I want it! Give it to me! You sucking motherfucker! you! Oh my God! Can we can we pull the plug on this, Ollie? Ollie, come on! You've got to knock it off. Everybody who's listening, I am so sorry for this. We, we, we didn't know. He didn't tell us. Everybody had a happy Thanksgiving and enjoyed the final Ollie Report ever. Good goodbye. Fuck you! That's gonna do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. DJ Poor Smoking Hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor. Just say uh, this is DJ Poor and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right. Say it like you would say. Don't say it some way cool like, Dude, you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> hmm. That's not quite the way I said it. All right, poor. Just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it. The Smoking Hot. Guy poopy. I quit. What's everybody doing for Thanksgiving, huh? That's coming up now. You don't know? I yeah? might be working. You don't know? Okay, You're yeah. going to be working. Yeah. We're officially open this Thanksgiving. That's what? disheartening. Well, now, and that's stupid because most businesses are closed now on Thanksgiving. No, Not us. Restaurants. Because some people don't See, want People food. want seafood. Nobody on wants the damn Thanksgiving. turkey. I don't want the bird, damn it. Cracker Barrel uses I want the cod. Oh, that's true. Crack- Cracker Barrel stay open for you and we'll give you the turkey. It used to. <laughs> Days of the year, which is really sad. Yeah. Just like a home and cook. Yeah, really. Or just open up a pack of Oreos and Pringles and just enjoy. Yeah, like you just enjoy each other. Happy and they'd always come in really big groups. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about really big groups is it's hit or miss. Either they tip you like they should a lot mm-hmm. more than 15%, mm-hmm. or they don't tip you anything. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. So it's it, you can make a lot of money on these holidays, or you can make nothing. You yeah. never know. DJ Poe, you don't you don't work the front, so you don't get paid in tips, do you? No, no. Okay. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, I don't if know. We work though. on uh, you make we work good on money, Christmas. Though. We get time and a half, but th- we won't get time and a half for Thanksgiving. Or I'm kind of excited. I've already been told. I'm really excited, actually. I, you want to talk about a privileged white guy? Uh, I have so much PTO time stash that I actually can count those on days that I don't work, and then I we've got tons of hours still left between now and the end of the year, and then we get all of our holidays off, including the Monday after Christmas. So, Scripps is, uh, <sighs> I should have said the name, but you know who it is. They're, <laughs> they're, they're giving us the hookup this year, boy. We're, we're pretty excited about that. That is awesome. I have almost 80 hours of PTO time stashed, and I have to get rid of it yeah, by January because I'll lose it. That's three days. Yeah, it's three days worth, yeah. It's three days and eight whole hours. Exactly. But um, it still has to match... I'm only allowed 60 hours every two weeks, so it still has to match that, and I'm still pretty busy throughout the week, so it's not like I can't put too much in it to make it work, but I have to get rid of it somehow. Dump it. Don't let them, like... PTO time. Yeah, like, yeah. get your Oh, money. no, no. I'm taking an extended Christmas vacation. That, that's for ah. sure. Because Christmas is on Sunday, so I'll, I'll go home, like, on the 23rd and come back. Huh? It's like a crap day this year. It is, yeah. Uh, like it's on a Friday, you get that day off of work. Exactly. <laughs> but you get Monday off. Or I get Monday Well, off. some folks do. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so I like, well, I'm probably going to take that the rest of that week off and just enjoy. Because, you know. That's a good idea. What's the point? I'll be going home for Thanksgiving. You're with my dad's. Yeah, he's going to sell his house, so I have to go say goodbye to some walls. Mm-hmm. Some bare walls and floors. Yep. Be like, bye, house. Thank you for getting me through high school. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! So this is a, an an, a ty- an ancestral type home that you're losing here, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Royal lived there for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, I, I guess he was excited about the election. He was. I don't know. We don't talk about it. Um. I told you I had my rule where you don't stump for Trump in front of me. Mm-hmm. And so I've not asked him, and so I'm going to assume that he didn't. Yeah. I for the sake of me actually wanting to still just have live a in that bubble. I don't know if they really did, but. Uh, 
I, ho- I hope nobody in my fa- I'm not asking anybody in my family. I said I'm not going to ask. And it's a ask don't anybody. ask, don't tell policy. I know my parents. <laughs> I know. Th- I know my parents didn't, and I know one chunk of my family didn't. But I, I just hope the other chunk did not. I'm hoping. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask. My dad's I, I really need to know from some of, some of my family members who they voted for. See, I'll cut them out. So I it, don't ask, don't tell. I'm not like that, but I really don't want to see them. If oh, that's I the will. Case. Yeah. I told you, is uh, the rabid bitch is back. Yeah. <laughs> because as I was telling DJ Four, if you voted for Trump, I know you do not like me. Yeah. You you chose someone who stood for everything I have spent my entire life standing against, and so you chose them. You didn't choose me as your daughter or you know any of those sort of roles. I was born into those so you don't like me and i don't want to know that you don't like me we have an entire list of people we want to apologize to uh that's that's african-americans latinos homosexuals in case you have not you're just tuning in uh who else women Women. we apologize to you yes veterans veterans for sure because yeah you you don't you're not getting anything you think the handicapped we did Mm -hmm. that one the other disabled um Children for not having a future. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everybody who's not me and DJ Poor. So, because we're white men. So, yes, white. Yeah, so you know <laughs> we're, we're doing young. Fine. We're you're young gonna, white you're men. Gonna be we're okay. gonna be fine. That's that's uh, the one thing I told you. Is you're gonna be okay. So, so, so the rabid rabid bitches. But let's test that. Mm-hmm. Gay people shouldn't be allowed to marry. Ooh. What? Mm, what say it. Feels like wait. What? No. No. Yeah. Let's talk about say it. Say it. Say it. Oh. Say. I mean, that's thing. But here's the thing. I don't believe that, by the way. That was just to test her. Continue. Those who actually know me, mm-hmm. they know not. They don't start mess in front of me. No. Like <laughs> I, like seriously. Like don't I'll, start mess. There won't be mess. Exactly. Like I'll hear them say, "You know, no, Uncle blah 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 is you know doing this that and the other." I'm like, Uncle blah blah doesn't act that way around me. Yeah. Um. Or you know, it's because people. <laughs> Even when I was my subdued self, not yelling Usa? at people yeah. in, in Walmarts, um, <laughs> <laughs> they still knew if you came at me with some nonsense, mm-hmm. we were going to do it. Like, it was going to happen. Right. And you were going to walk away feeling like the little man that you are. <laughs> so, man. I mean, it, it's just now it's to where every slight I'm calling out instead of. Yeah. Letting certain things pass. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm calling out today's mission was to call out all my white male friends who told me it was going to be okay. Right. Called them all out. Not one of them responded. Mm-mm. Because how do you respond Mm-mm. when someone's like, hey, you messed up. It's yeah. going to be okay for you. Don't tell me it's okay for me. I c- honestly can't say what it is. I, I don't want to say it. I'm definitely not going to say it's going to be okay. But I, I don't know if I can I can full on say it's bad because I'll just throw myself into a depression if I say it's all going to be bad. So I'm like optimistic. The message sent out to okay. me was loud, loud and clear. Right. I, I hope it. it'll be okay, but I don't know if it's going to be. Okay. Obviously, we all hope it's okay because if he runs it into the ground, we all lose. Yeah. I don't need, you know, him to run to the ground to prove that he was not the candidate of, that we should have chosen. But see, we we do get it's the we do get the advantage if I told you so. But the thing is, it's like I told them it. before well, it happened. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If, if they didn't listen before it happened, I told you so. It's not going to do anything to well, you. Well, that's true. But but if all of us, every time something happens, it's not right. If we speak up, eventually, maybe we won't reach that person in Walmart the first time. But if he does it again tomorrow, Todd, and you say something, mm-hmm. he does something the next day, and, and poor says something, eventually, it's going to start clicking that maybe they need to rethink things. And that's why I mean by every time. Because everybody has to do it every time. Luckily, I, I work I work in the media, so they usually keep their opinions to themselves. Should we apologize to the press, too? Because he's They're, talked about restricting uh, that's right. freedom of the press. First okay, Amendment. I will say that's one of the things that I'm excited about. What? If I do go on oh my to get my Ph.D. program, yeah. studying what he does to the First Amendment, yeah. which, you know, is my area of interest, right. is going to be fascinating. So you're pro him destroying the first. I'm not pro him at all. So no. You can, so you can study it. I'm not pro him at all. But I mean, if it's gonna happen. Oh my god. At least I might have a chance of having a really good dissertation. <laughs> uh, I then. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And now for the third, final, and most important reason why I am so thankful for 2016. Thank you, 2016. 
Thank you for electing a racist, sexist, xenophobic, homophobic, the adjectives go on and on, dinosaur, as the new president of the United States. We've made so much progress over the last eight years, and it needs to stop. We need to regress back to about 50, 60 years, and take away rights from women, Take away rights from the LGBTQ community. Taking away the rights from African Americans by frisking them every time they take a step. Taking away rights from immigrants by not helping them in any way, but just simply throwing them back to their country. And as screwed up as our immigration courts are, most likely a lot of U.S. citizens will be sent back as well. Take away health care from people who deserve it and give enormous tax breaks to those who don't. That's my America, and that is why I am so thrilled that Donald J. Trump will be the 45th president of the United States. Sure, we could have elected a woman, but why do that? We've already had a black guy. Haven't we fulfilled our obligations? So that's why it is great that we've elected a warmongering, self-loving, everybody else hating, thin-skinned moron as our president. The lawsuits are already going out to people he don't like. He will most likely silence the press taking away not just the First Amendment rights from them, but probably from everybody, because he is so thin-skinned, he doesn't like to take shit from anybody. And then he'll make sure that everybody and their babies, and I literally probably mean their babies, can have guns. It's a time of beautiful change. In 2016, you are to thank. Without you existing, we wouldn't have had people all around America deciding to vote for that nutbag and throwing us into four, maybe even eight grueling years of regression and sadness. I mean, my God, his, his cabinet's going to include Mike Pence as vice president. It might have Newt Gingrich, Ben Carson, Chris frickin' Christie, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, it's just beautiful. Uh, so thank you, 2016, for bringing this man into our lives permanently and giving him the power to do anything he wants, to have his finger near the button at all times by proving to our children and everyone and around the world that we are still as backward as ever. Even after 240 years of growth, we could still make huge mistakes like this and not care and simply yell at people who protest against it, telling them that they're the idiots, even though if the tables were turned, they'd be doing the very same thing, calling the system rigged, creating new extremely conservative political parties, trying to figure out if Hillary Clinton was born in the United States, and so on and so forth. But no, the quote, libtard who protest Trump's winning, they're the idiot ones. So thank you, once again, 2016. Thank you for electing Satan, I mean Donald Trump, as our new president. We are forever grateful. And that is my third and final reason for why I am thankful for 2016. I'm going to go slip my own wrists. Well, damn! That was kind of harsh. I mean, don't you get it? Don't you understand? I have no fucking idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I got no clue. I didn't really expect to get this job. I already had my cell phone ready with Hillary's name on it, ready to push the button to concede to her on election night, and then lo and behold, I win the whole freaking thing. Do you have any idea what President Obama told me on that day that we met? Your hair would raise and your skin would cringe if I told you some of the things that I have to deal with. My fellow Americans, help me! I don't know what I've got myself into. <laughs> okay. Alright. Oh. I just gotta calm down. I just gotta calm down. I've, I've got I've got the help of some fantastic people. Oh shit, no I don't. I got Mike Pence and Newt Gingrich. Chris Christie. Oh my god, I'm dead. We're all dead. I mean, happy Thanksgiving. Diarrhea again. Excuse me. Well, of course, Thanksgiving is coming up next week, and uh, the same thing every year can get tiresome. I mean, it can get boring real fast. So if turkey is just not doing it for you, I have here a list of the most unexpected things people eat in every state on Thanksgiving. For instance, get this, in Alabama, I, I want to get behind this, queso dip. They don't eat turkey, they get chips and queso dip. In Florida, Cajun salad. In Georgia, I can get behind this too, chips and green onion dip, yes! But there's cucumber onion salad in Hawaii. I thought that was really weird. How about broccoli salad in Indiana? I wonder if Governor Pence had something to do with that. Cheesy broccoli! 
in Kansas. No, no, I won't take the turkey. Don't give me the turkey. Give me the cheesy broccoli. Or how about in Kentucky, give me the peanut butter celery. I'll eat some of that. Thanks. This sounds delicious. In Miss Pengrino's home state of Louisiana, hearty vegetable soup. And this is your legit vegetable soup. Just looks absolutely delicious. I, you got, I wish you could see the picture right now. It is absolutely delicious looking. Or how about corn muffins in Maryland? Now you're talking double stuffed potatoes in Massachusetts. Oh my god. Uh, Brussels sprouts salad. What is with all the salads? Apparently their salads are real big at Thanksgiving. I Well, that's true. My mom cooks something. Well, not cooks. She just makes it. It's called uh, Watergate salad. Anybody ever have that before? It's like essentially cream marshmallows and is it peanuts or something like that it's really fracking weird and i don't like it and i don't i never eat it but she makes it every year we don't have regular salad no we have a marshmallow salad and she calls it uh, richard nixon salad watergate salad that's right um oh my god yes Yes, I want to go to Minnesota because Thanksgiving time, there's a lot of people that eat baked onion straws, buffalo wings in Mississippi. Now, of course, we're all used to pumpkin pie for dessert on Thanksgiving or maybe pecan pie. How about in Missouri? You put your hands together. Pumpkin pecan pie. Yes, yes. Ooh, honey glazed carrots in Nebraska. I'm, I'm getting hungry. I'm going to have to stop this. Um, what else we got here? Eggplant with ricotta in New Jersey. That's kind of shocking. I wasn't expecting that. Sausage stuffed manicotti in New York. That sounds delicious. Or how about creamed corn casserole in Oklahoma? That's that's just, oh. Buffalo chicken casserole in Rhode Island. OMG, yes. And we'll wrap it up here. Here in home sweet home of the state of Tennessee. I was shocked by this. I don't even know what it is. And I really don't want to know what it is. Papaya salad. I kid you not, papaya salad in Tennessee. And of course, that's just a handful of them. If you'd like to check out the entire list, I've posted the link to this story in the description section of this episode. So that way you can get some new ideas. And if you're here in Tennessee, you can change Turkey Day into Papaya Salad Day. Smoking hot podcast. And there you have it. Once and for all, you've listened to the reasons of why I am so thankful for 2016. And oh, what a year it was. I'm certainly hoping you all picked up the sarcasm this whole episode, right? Because there is no year that I'm ready to see go away more in my entire lifetime up to this point and probably for the rest of it than 2016. But it's all in good fun. We had a lot of fun this week and I want to wish everybody a happy... Oh, God, here, here we go again. Strap in. And now, a message from the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Sorry there, everybody. Just had to interrupt one more time. Once again, I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for voting me your next President of the United States. We're going to make America great again. You mark my words. It's going to be huge. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, okay. Well, Mr. Trump, may I chime in for a second? Well, Hot Toddy, one of my biggest supporters. Yeah, go right ahead. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, um, sure, why not? Mr. Trump, or Mr. President-elect, excuse me, um, do you really think that the nation is going to get behind you the way you think they're going to? Why, absolutely. I've done nothing more than what every other president has said and done. Really? We're going there? What are you talking about? Are you not aware of all the hate and the racism and sexism and everything that you kind of symbolized throughout the campaign? People are now thinking that that's okay and using that against people, being racist against people, being evil to other people. Do you realize that's happening? Why, no, I had no idea. I'm completely ignorant to this. I, I didn't know my people were acting like that. Stop it. Just, just stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. How's that? Uh-huh. Well, what do you say to all the protesters who are out there saying that you, you should not be their president, you're, you're not their president, and who are essentially scared to death of what your presidency may mean? Well, first off, I just want to say I 100% respect the protesters. They're using their First Amendment rights, which is fantastic, because you need to get them in as soon as possible, because I'm taking that away, of course. But also, I would say, don't be afraid. We're going to get our country back, but don't be afraid. And by the way, I know you're all professionals out there working for WikiLeaks and Hillary. I know you're doing it. I know you're doing it. 
We're going to build a wall. Well, uh, fence now. And we're going to repeal Obamacare. Actually, I like Obamacare. We're going to keep that. I'm going to end same-sex... You know what? The Supreme Court's spoken on that. You go ahead and keep it. So, I'm not really sure what the hell we're going to do, but it, we're going to have America, Trump, uh, President. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. God bless you all. And, of course, God bless me. But we know one thing's for sure. Your tax plan is going to help everybody who makes bukus of cash. But people like me who's sitting in a room right now talking into a microphone, I might as well start picking scraps out of my trash can. But I'm not bitter. Now, anyway, let, let, we'll wrap it up here. I, this has all been in fun. You know, Donald Trump, I don't know what kind of president he really will be. Uh, but, you know, we just got to hang in there. I'm not going to say it's okay because I don't know if it's going to be okay. But we can't let it destroy us. Let's just persevere and let's see what we can't get to. Maybe it won't be so bad or maybe it be the worst thing ever. But one thing's for sure, we will all get through it together. And we will come out clean on the other side, I guarantee you. But anyway, uh, we'll talk more about Donald Trump here in two weeks because I have an entire episode based around him coming up in two weeks, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful holiday, and we will see you in two weeks when it will officially be the Christmas season. OMG. With that in mind, be sure and follow me on all social media. That's Hot Toddy on everything. Uh, that's Hot Toddy on Facebook, Vine, which is about to go away. So if you haven't seen my Vines, go ahead and check them out real fast. Uh, Periscope, Mixcloud, YouTube, at Hot Toddy 9102 on Twitter, Hottest underscore Toddy on Instagram, and Hot Toddy 75 on Snapchat. You can also follow Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and Doc Summit at Kev Summit, all on Twitter. We will see you in two weeks with a brand new episode. Until then, this is Hot Toddy saying happy thanksgiving everybody